0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and ghouls, thank you for tuning in to episode 2 of It Came From Cherry Hill, the unofficial Monster Mania fan cast. My name is Glenn, and of course, I am joined by my great, great, great friend, Mr. Rob. How are you doing this evening, sir?
1: Doing pretty well, man. Uh, hopefully, we'll break the horror movie streak of sequels being worse than the original. So let's, let's oh man!
0: You know, I I really you know, I don't wanna I don't wanna like toot our own horn too much, but I feel like we set the bar high last time. I, I had a good time talking all about Monster Mania with you.
1: How can you have a bad time talking about Monster Mania?
0: You can't, my friend. You can't. You not not at all. Not at all. And luckily, we actually have a lot um, to talk about super soon after Monster Mania already, because I think as of this recording, it's really only been about two weeks since uh, Monster Mania 42 ended. Is that that right? Is it two weeks?
1: Give or take, yeah. Yeah, we were planning on getting this out a little bit earlier, but unfortunately, sicknesses in my family prevented that. But hey. we're here now. Everyone's healthy. Life is good.
0: Yeah, exactly, my man. And, of course, we have Monstermania to talk about, so things are looking up. Um, normally, this is like in in the life of somebody who attends the MonstermaniaCon, this is normally like the saddest part. of the of the year you know because you're coming off that awesome high of being at the convention and then all of a sudden you're hit with the realization that you know it is march and you have to make it until pretty much the end of august i guess it's halfway through august uh before you get to you know experience the con once again uh but monster mania has been kind of hitting us like fast and furious with guest announcement announcements not to mention we're going to talk about like our experience at the last con i'm getting too excited talking about all this <laughs> stuff rob i just can't i just can't so why don't, why don't i know you have a lot on uh, on your list to talk about so to shut me up before i ruin anything uh why don't you go ahead and, and hit me with uh some of your takeaways from this monster mania con
1: um as always spectacular show well run um traffic was uh fantastically managed um one of the things i was a little concerned about is they were they were moved on uh, to the scanning of the wristbands which mm-hmm. i don't remember if they did last time
0: yeah i think i think they did
1: and i kind of thought that would it would really slow line, but it really didn't you were able to get in get out um it was uh it was a really again well done well organized con uh lots of great people uh vendor room was spectacular oh yeah (laughs) Uh, (laughs) yes it was not so spectacular in my bank account but a spectacular Uh, a lot of new vendors which was nice Uh, i always like seeing that especially because we go so often oh yeah a lot Mm -hmm. of the same folks um but there was a lot of new blood there which is great so that was fantastic um yeah overall just fantastic fun super fun experience
0: I gotta say, like um, like, you, like you said, even though the show, I think, sold out a couple of the days that we were there, uh, traffic-wise, like, you could walk around. I, I never felt cramped or crowded at, at any time uh, while we were in pretty much any of the spaces there. I never really had to wait for, to, you know, to go up the stairs or anything like that because, you know, our... You know what? Maybe, maybe I'll share uh, the secret. Depending on which floor you stay on, there are some floors that are better to stay on than others. I'm not going to go into specifics because you know I have my priorities <laughs> at Monster Mania. Um, there, you know, if you're if you're on a certain floor, it's a little bit easier to be able to walk than it is to take the elevator because you will wait if you take the elevator. But if you are, you know, um, you know physically inclined uh you can take the stairs and uh save yourself a lot of time But we never even had to wait to do that Um, there's been times where you have to kind of just wait to even get there and then you have to wait to walk up and not really the case this time um there even sometimes i walked around i did a very quick lap early sunday morning and like it was i like breezed through uh like all the rooms it was it was perfect
1: i don't know how you did that I was a little tired. Uh,
0: nah, dude. Yeah, I mean, well, I I, I knew kind of like exactly where I wanted to go. I wanted to take a peek at some of the some of the Blu-rays and stuff like that. And vendor-wise, as you said, um, not to just echo you, but there was a great variety of stuff. Tons of new things. Um, you know, I, I I'm sure you're going to go into specifics. Uh, but you know, that's the that's the thing. We go to the con and kind of one of my favorite things is going through and checking out all of the different vendors and kind of just doing laps and looking through and hunting for something different that maybe you didn't see the first time and um, not only did i get that experience here but we also had a bunch of things that i feel like in my memory have never been there before so it's nice to it's nice to see that
1: yeah and that was that was a lot of what this con is for us i feel like um when you go to the con as regularly as we do when you're at monster mania you it kind of almost becomes like like people that go to regularly to Disneyland, so mm-hmm. or Disney World, so yeah. right. So if you go to Disney World like one time, you try to cram everything. You go to every event, every movie, um, you do everything. With us, it's kind of like we've been there enough times. Like we don't need to go to that Q and A. We can go, you know, sit on the beach or you know spend money in the vendor room. You know, that's kind of the way that I feel like we kind of approach the con. So we don't we don't do necessarily every event. And this one uh, specifically, uh, while the events are great, especially if you're into that stuff, I think. The that really struck me was uh was the craft QA, which we didn't up making it to. Yeah. Um but yeah, it just the guest is here while fantastic and, and super great for people who are fans, it just didn't tickle my fancy. So we ended up doing a lot of stuff in the vendor room and once again I <laughs> my bank account regrets that.
0: Yeah, you know, we didn't even normally. One of the things that we are really big on is going and checking out all the different films uh, that they're screening in the filming in this in the screening room, which is now located on the second floor yeah. uh, of the convention. Um, I like it being over there, but we, we actually didn't go and see any movies uh which is which is strange i really hope that a lot of people are going up there uh and checking stuff out because that's definitely i feel like one thing that sets monster mania apart and i and i that's what i always look forward to you know after i know have a good idea of who the guests are going to be i'm like what are the movies and there were good movies but you know, that vendor room, it was hard to pull us away this year. It really was. We went a little, we weren't a little nuts. Uh, but why don't you go ahead and tell me about, um because you developed like a new, uh. almost like a, not obsession, but like, you know, you found something different, which is awesome.
1: So, yeah. Um, So I've eyeballed these, uh, there's a company out there called Mezco. They do a line called the 112 series. Now I've seen these. Um, and they do a lot of Marvel superhero type stuff and that stuff's super cool. I, I love, I love the Marvel. I've been a comic book nerd forever. It's just n- not something I collect. I don't collect, um, any of the comic books up, but I've always thought the, they're six inch figures. They're remarkably detailed for that scale. They do a lot of cloth, uh, but the cloth doesn't look like the old kind style. That's really well tailored and, and looks spectacular. So, uh, They recently, um, within the last year or so, started to do a horror line, which I was unaware of because it's not something I follow. So I'm walking through and I see one for Evil Dead, and the price was very right. So I was like, okay, I'll pick this thing up. Um, Looks super cool. Uh, I got upstairs, I opened it up, as I do with all my toys, uh, because that's one of the most fun parts. I'm I'm an open box collector. I don't keep anything in the box. Uh, mostly because I never plan on selling it. I buy it for me. I don't buy it to collect, to sell, or to to maintain value. I buy it because I enjoy it. And I want to enjoy the object in all of its forms, and playing with it is the big piece of it. So I get upstairs, and I open this thing up, and, oh my god, it is easily one of the best figures I've ever purchased. Granted, at what I paid for it, it should be. <laughs> um, but it is a, it is a spectacular figure.
0: Yeah, they they look really really good, and you got you got Ash and who else did you get?
1: Oh, we'll get to that. Oh, okay. So I get upstairs, I open up Ash, um, and he you know multiple multiple hands, unbelievably poseable. Uh, every you wherever you put him, in, he looks great. So I'm like, oh, this is this is super cool. Oh my god, I love this. And then I saw the Friday the Thirteenth Part Three. Mm-hmm. And I may have bought that one on the spot.
0: <laughs> it's funny because, like you, you mentioned yourself. You're like, you know, I'm not even the biggest Jason fan, mm. uh, but you still, still couldn't pull yourself away.
1: No, um, I'm, I'm, I have, I have a, I have a like with the Friday the Thirteenth series. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think you can grow up, you know, in that 80's slasher horror and not, you know, have some affinity for Jason. Of course. Um, Friday, the part three is my favorite of all of them uh part five being a close second yeah part five is a close second i love it's the it's the 3d gags and i've had been lucky enough to see it in 3d a couple of times so it's just it's such a fun movie um and the the things he just he came with everything i mean between two separate heads the the cut axe head and the standard jason heads uh axes, knives, a wrench, the spear gun, the the hay hay baler? What what is that? Pitch for it. Pitch for it. Hay baler. Hay baler. Um, he is uh, he is just again, just gorgeous. Um, so yeah, I may have bought him too. Um, it's always funny when uh, when I talk to my wife. My wife's uh, spec- spectacular and lovely and has never gotten in the way of my collecting. I don't, I don't, you know, not always be like, I have to hide stuff from my wife." This one, however, she was like, "Just, just don't tell me how much you spent." I'm like, okay, we're good. Uh, but now it's unfortunately led to a bit of an obsession. Um, I'm again, I'm not a Halloween guy, but. The Halloween Michael Myers looks spectacular. Unfortunately, he's... Yes, he does. He's way too expensive right now. Um, Unless they do another print run, I I can't justify that. But it looks like in time for the next con, uh, they're going to release a Freddy Krueger, which from the original Nightmare, which is really calling me because I have a little Freddy shrine that he'll fit perfectly in.
0: I hate to do it to you, but have you seen... um What's the what's the little like guy's name from Trick or Treat? Oh, Sam. Because they're doing him too. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should, <laughs> oh uh, you should definitely, you should definitely pull it up. Uh, it looks, it looks pretty good. Um, uh, they're yeah. not, they're not messing around, man. I really hope they do. I really hope they do some more. I do like, obviously, I like the, like, I love Freddie. I do I like you said I'm in like with uh, with Jason uh, same thing with Michael Myers Freddie is always like my number one so it's gonna be interesting to kind of see who else they do um, I love it they did Chucky uh, that would definitely be like like an insta buy for me um, so we're gonna have to go and see what else they do but they've done a whole line of all types of awesome all types of awesome uh, characters like they do a lot of superheroes too so the horror line is still pretty new
1: um, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm trying to find it. I'll have to look this up later. Yeah,
0: you should definitely you should um, definitely check it out. Um, but
1: I'll say this: like anyone who who's out there who does do figure collecting, um, mm-hmm. number one, six inches generally aren't my bag. Um, I generally go for slightly larger, uh, showier pieces. Uh, but these are absolutely wonderful. You're, I highly recommend checking out the the artistry that goes into um, the the cloth. Clothing and the outfits they give the characters is is really something to behold. It's unbelievable tailoring. It looks spectacular. Um, One thing we talked about. I generally don't. I generally prefer sculpted because I find that it number one poses better and number two it it just looks it looks better. Um, Because sometimes when you put the figures on it, you'll see with the NECA ones when they do cloth. Sometimes it's just simply it looks too bulky. It looks like you know a Ken doll wearing clothes, which isn't what I'm looking for. But uh, these were oh my god, they're gorgeous. The ash especially, because he's got a he's got the you know the rip down the right hand side. It just it looks so cool.
0: It sounds like a weird thing to to dis- to describe until you actually see it in person. When you're like, "Oh, his clothes are like look bulky, or it seems off, or like," and then you mention, "Oh, the tailoring," like it sounds. I don't know. It sounds like <laughs> oh, you're I nitpicking know. or kind of like snotty. But once you actually see the the figure in person, uh, and you like see how well everything fits together, and it looks more like. You know, it looks more. It just looks way more realistic um, than your description of like the Ken doll. It doesn't look silly. It looks like it looks like tailored, like you said, and fit, um, yeah. which is strange to say about like a toy. But like you said, when you're paying that much money, like it better look good, and they certainly do. Um, I also dipped my toe uh, in the figure uh, world. Uh, I ended up getting the NECA Ultimate Stripe, uh, which is a little bit less expensive uh, than some of the pieces that you picked up. I think we, I think you got the ultimate gremlin, and I got the ultimate stripe, and we were able to do a combo deal somehow where we walked away only paying twenty five bucks a piece <laughs> for each one of them. But we talked him out on the first episode, where once in a while, if you're a little brave enough to haggle, you might be able to walk away with a deal. And we definitely came out ahead. Um, you know, those ultimate, the ultimate gremlin and the ultimate stripe look awesome i love stripes hair uh it, it, i wish it was affixed, like a little bit of a cooler way Up on a shelf you can't really notice it at all but it does kind of like flap around in the back a little bit um, but once it's displayed you can't really tell but he really stands on his skateboard very very <laughs> well i've had him up on my glass display where i lock the babadook book away uh, for a couple weeks now and he is not moved at all and with a toddler like running around you know grabbing stuff the fact that it's still survived to this day uh is is saying something um but i really i really like him i think he came out really well and i also ended up picking up this uh pop vinyl um i don't know scene maybe of where georgie meets pennywise in in the sewer i, I it looks awesome had my eye on it for a long time and that's the first that, that i've seen it and that ended up being 40 bucks as well um which is like on the pricier side for like a pop but it's really like the size of I probably, if you line them up back, back to back to back, it'd be like three of them. Uh, I think it's pretty, hef- yeah. it's pretty hefty if you if you pick it up and hold it. Um, and I love the fact that you can kind of see into the sewer where Pennywise is. Uh, it's just a great part because it harkens back to that moment in the movie. And whether you grew up watching the the television special or you watch just the remake, each time Georgie meets Pennywise, that's a huge scene in the movie because it's the first time that you get exposed to Tim Curry as Pennywise which i i still feel like is i like his pennywise more uh i think tim, tim, tim curry's pennywise is just so just so like creep creepy and like on the nose um uh, but then again that could be me being a little bit blinded by nostalgia, I totally admit that. Uh, but Pennywise, like with Tim Curry, I feel like walks the line of being too jokey at some points, uh, but then other parts like super terrifying. When he's just talking to some of these people one on one, he's really good, uh, and I really do like uh, Bill. It's Bill Skarsgård, yeah. right? Uh, as as a new Pennywise as well. It's just a different direction, and I love I love them both. Uh, but uh, in this one, it is the it's the the newer version of it. But either way, great scene, great movie great pop vinyl.
1: Yeah. Uh, spoiler alert! Uh, right before he rips a child's arm off. So
0: <laughs> I'm telling that movie has a lot of moments that where you're just like taken aback because that's just not something that you normally see. Ew. Even in rated R horror movies, they just you know they cut away. Like they do not cut away in that. You get to see Georgie kind of for a moment. You see him like struggle as it, and it. You think he might get away and end up just losing an arm, but then Pennywise's really creepy clown hand jumps out and grabs him and pulls yeah. him back in. And like it's just so. It's such an intense moment and that's how they start the movie off. Um, you know, great movie and I love having that like call out to it right here over next to my desk area. Where I'm running out of room, sadly.
1: <laughs> so yeah, um so I did, as I mentioned in episode one, one of the things I was looking for was the ultimate Greb one. Um great NECA sculpt. Um it, again, kind of particular NECA quality. The you know, here's the one thing I'm gonna I, I always pick this knit with NECA figures is, oh man, those joints can be brutal. Um, to the point where with mine, it's not a huge deal, but there's a knee joint that I actually can't move. So it's it stuck so right now. It doesn't affect the figure posing and I don't know if I'd wanna move it, but I've tried to like bend at the joint and like I'm like worried I'm gonna break it because that sticky plastic just sticks real hard. That beside, minor quibble. Um, it's once again a, a, a proof for me when it comes to figures is that sculpts are great accessories are king (laughs) because um the sculpt is nice it's good it's not all that different than spike uh expected all the gremlins kind of look alike um but the fact that it comes with the the popcorn bags to put over his ears the coke glass to put in his hand and the 3d glasses um as well as the poker cards the beer and the cigarette uh is just great now he sits on my desk at work he's got the 3d glasses on he looks like he's laughing at the screen it is awesome um and again on its own nice figure nothing to write home about but very good solid that little bit of extra accessories again a couple paper bags and some 3d glasses make it if that's all it came with i would have bought it the extra stuff is just nice and extra and looks cool but accessories make the figure man more accessories give me all the things
0: yeah, we we ended up like kind of staging a picture uh, with uh, the ultimate Gremlin and your Ash figure, and they ended up looking really really good. Those accessories really just push that uh, you know over over the limit. And these accessories with the ultimate Gremlin are—I gotta say—I feel like they're better than the accessories that come with the ultimate Stripe. Stripe has has a skateboard, which is really cool. It comes with a chainsaw as well, which is a little like you know, a little bit on the more economical side, we'll say. <laughs> My chainsaw actually fell apart a little bit, so uh, but. Like I just love having him uh, over on the um, skateboard. I think he looks really cool, and he also comes with a saw blade as well, uh, which he holds pretty well. Um, but overall, for the price, I'm super happy with it, and, oh, yeah. and it looks and it looks great. I also, of course, couldn't really uh, resist heading over to Diabolic DVD. They are a very very local, based in South Jersey, um, DVD uh, like reseller slash distribution um they have all types of awesome people uh they're all different labels from screen factory to arrow video uh you know and and beyond and i know i definitely ended up picking up their new collector's edition of the craft i love how screen factory puts all kinds of time um all types of effort into their bonus features um normally you get a couple hours worth or at least like a feature length documentary for some of these collector's editions and i feel like that's what really sets them apart um a lot of times, there are movies that, like, I've seen before, so, you know, you don't necessarily have to own it. You know, there's other ways to be able to go about watching it, but for me, like, I want to know all about the behind-the-scenes. Like, I want the interviews. I want that, that type of experience that you get by seeing, like, what, goes, what else is, goes on. I want to know, like, what it was like to make the movie, and uh, they do a great job with all that. Um, love Diabolic DVD, all types of great stuff. You always see them at the screenings that we would go to in... Um, in center city yeah um oh, i can't think of the name of it like the 24 hour uh horror fest mm-hmm. uh, that we go to sometimes i just wish it wasn't so so much of a pain to get <laughs> to um uh, but you're talking about Zoom film Zoom uh, films thank you i gotta
1: plug them man gotta plug I'm, I'm like well, i'm
0: like what was the name yeah um i i wish it did more like they do like pretty frequent shows i feel like every other month they do something whether it's just a couple um even more frequently than that Uh, but at least in local and center city like every couple months they do some type of showing Uh, and then more often than that because i don't not sure exactly where everybody there is based at they usually end up doing uh, a couple shows in actual drive-ins uh i think in pennsylvania yeah but shim
1: is it not it's not mong it's uh i can't remember the name of drive in in pa but yeah we've looked into going it's a bit bit of a hike for yeah. us, a couple of hours
0: but they they're constantly showing stuff there so it's awesome that that is just out there so if you have something like exhumed films close to you please support them so that they stay around for <laughs> as long uh as long as possible i think that's pretty much everything uh that i ended up buying while i was there
1: I'll tell you the, the con inspired me to buy something post con, which was nice. Hmm. Um, I've had uh, I have a built in shelf in my uh, my office upstairs that I keep all of my stuff on. Right, it's like a little some like little horror shelf. Um, and I bought these new figures and I set them up. And it's like nine o'clock at night. My office is uh, on the third floor of my house, it's like a converted attic in a very old home you know, where I live. And it's very dark. There's one light. And normally that's fine for me I go upstairs, I use my computer, I don't need a lot of light But I'm sitting there, I set up these figures And I, I made them look all cool And I put them where I wanted to put them And I'm like, I can't see them <laughs> Can't see my desk, that's no bueno So went to Amazon, uh, did a little bit of searching Found a bunch of lights I've been meaning to get lights for the shelf forever um, But it was nice, it was like uh, one more thing I was like, oh okay, now I, I bought these figures I, gotta, I should be able to look at them Little remote control lights even, so I'll send a picture so we can throw it up on social media Oh awesome, yeah um, but yeah, it's, it it adds everything to the nice little horror corner. Uh, unfortunately, though, I'm, I'm gonna have to do a reorganization. I need a little bit more space.
0: Don't we? Don't we, don't all, my we man. all? I'm thinking about trying to like get some type of shelves on the far wall over there, like up high, so I can start to put mm-hmm. some put some guys up there. I have to try to find a balance between, like you know, aesthetically. Uh, like pleasing and like size <laughs> you know we'll have to we'll have to see uh, and i really wish i didn't have to like drill into like the wall and everything like that because it's such a it's such a commitment to have that up for for so long but you know we'll we'll see where it goes uh but i think that's gonna wrap it up for our recap yeah i think I'm, the like i don't think that
1: the only other thing that you know i would say that the mm. uh the transatlantic production put on a wonderful wonderful showing they had a bit of technical problems um, but they were they did they did great. It doesn't matter. It's right. There was oh my god. The, there Some was of so- the
0: funniest call outs that I have, ha- like hands down ever heard. Whoever played um, oh my gosh, Meatlo- the meatloaf meatloaf's roll, Eddie. Uh, whoever played Eddie, like that guy. Um, like beforehand he was in the audience just like doing all these call outs, and it's like it's all stuff that I've never heard and. I feel like it's stuff that the audience never heard because everybody was, like, dying. Everything, every other word out of this guy's mouth I was, I was cracking up at. Um, and it just goes to show you that it doesn't necessarily, like, like, it it doesn't necessarily have to be like the same old same old that like everybody like loves like as long as you throw it out there and it's funny like people are gonna laugh um so like i don't know it just kind of reminded me of what of an accepting like community that rocky horror is uh, I, I i loved going there i always uh i'm like we gotta go to rocky horror gotta go uh and we have a very good record over the last yeah. few years which is good <laughs>
1: yeah i've i've never i've never had someone put me in stitches before oh, man. um I was I was tearing up um, at some of what he said, and, and I remember some of it, and none of it is <laughs> none of it is fit there. Uh, it was just it was exactly what you expect uh, from Rocky Horror, which is crude and hilarious. Uh, it was great. It was really really well done. But yeah, um, overall I, I I had a lot of fun. Um, it's always a good time, you know, meandering around, uh, hanging out with you. Uh, you know walking that dealer room meeting some cool folks it's always a good time cosplay this year was, was top notch
0: um, yeah, we, we didn't um, we didn't end up doing the, uh, the costume contest and I, I saw some pictures from um, on Monster Mania's social media and like they weren't messing around they're, they're never messing around but I feel like every year people just get more creative and more original um, and they find a way to like top it um, definitely want to try to see if we can't check that out next time but we'll see
1: um, how we do it on time Oh, we're good. Uh, so
0: no time one right thing here. we
1: should talk about, um, which uh, this is right off the top of my head, folks, so we didn't talk about this pre-show. Uh, we did watch one movie at a horror con. We actually oh, watched yeah. it up in the room.
0: Yeah, we certainly did. Uh,
1: which was uh, relatively recent. When mm-hmm.
0: did it come out? Uh, I think Terrifier came out. Oh, yeah. um, I think yeah, I think Terrifier came out last year. Um, so I think it's been around for a li- like a little while. I don't know if it's quite a full calendar year yet, but I know I'm pretty sure it came out in 2018. Uh, and I'd heard a lot about it. And when it first came out, like it was, I think it came to Shutter, uh, and now it's on Netflix. So if you have Netflix, like most of the world, uh, you'll be able to go uh, and watch it. Um, it's definitely an intense movie it's um it's very very violent super gory uh i i think it's it's art the clown right
1: yes art the clown
0: um the actor who played uh art art does not talk uh he's very much like a mime and super unsettling his makeup is very intense and over the top and like it will definitely it's one of those things where just by looking at it you're like that's that's creepy and Mm -hmm. that part of the film uh i really liked but it is definitely more for fans of the the gorier of like you know of the slasher genre it's not necessarily like scary like he's gonna jump out it's it's more like if you're more inclined on like the saw like the extreme moments of saw it's not quite like the hostile levels although some some parts were Mm -hmm. um you know if if you like the more intense stuff like you'll really like this overall like i it it was it was it was okay it was all right so
1: um and you and just real quick like just to kind of put that in the frame of reference yeah yeah Uh you're generally speaking your type of horror is you're more into ghost stories oh yeah i'm very hauntings
0: um
1: i in this in this relationship i am the i am the gore hound slasher yeah yeah um that is that is just generally what i what i gravitate towards i wonder what that says about me um (laughs) I really like this that's movie. Good. Um it is um it is on the more extreme side. So yep. that's something to keep in mind. Um <clears throat> it uh it doesn't have much plot. Um it which you uh, for me I I can forgive that in a slasher film when the titular character is the is is just so well played and the guy who plays Art the clown um is just the, what he can emote and the the dread and just the fear and the creepiness he can emote cuz again the man speaks no lines um that's impressive and it's not because it's not like in a traditional sense where you have like a a hulking figure like Jason or a kind of a big creepy looking creature like pumpkin head he is he just emotes it all in his face this just evil this creepy Freaky evil, and it's a clown, which you know, creepy clowns are always a thing. Um, so I I dug it. Um, I wouldn't say you know it's no masterpiece, but I think for like 80 minutes, it's oh, yeah, it's got a nice runtime, it's got some great kills, it's got some uh creative to say the least. Um, it is uh funny in some parts, sometimes, yeah. Um, just again, based on his what I think it's fair to say, a manic uh performance. Mm-hmm. Um and that's actually I, I found out after the fact. Uh not his first film. He was in a short film. I want to say All Hallows Eve.
0: Oh yeah, um, yeah.
1: The it was a compilation of things. Yeah, I mean, it's like actually, an
0: anthology f- film.
1: It's funny cuz I actually watched that. I watched that a couple years ago His wife. Was it that, good? It's okay. It's it's like all compilations, right? We, yeah. And I think there's there's 20 something.
0: It's super expen- um, um it's very expensive to buy on Blu-ray right now. It's a uh, it's out of print um and even like to put it in perspective, like, when I saw it, I saw it at the flea market that we frequent all the time just a couple of weeks ago, and, like, they wanted, like, $30 for it, and I checked, and I'm, I was like, whoa, that's that's a good price? I was, like, shocked. I was like, no, it's okay. That's all right. I'm, I'm $30. Need to see it.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like any of those compilation films, right? Um, yeah, what, was the, what was the most recent one that came out? I want to say Wreck, but it's not Wreck. Um, it doesn't matter. The um, you know some of them, some of the mini stories are great. Some of them are terrible. Um, VHS, as I was. Thinking.
0: Oh yeah, yeah.
1: Um, you know it's just that that's how those go. Uh, sometimes they're great. Sometimes they're okay. Sometimes they're meh. And especially in that movie, there's a lot of them. So like ABC's of Death is the same way. Mm-hmm. Right? Some of them are great. Some of them are terrible. But they're all in one movie, so meh. Um, but I remember him specifically, and I was like, oh, that's pretty. That's pretty cool. So yeah, uh, really cool. If you're into that type of flick. I'd I'd highly recommend it, um, even just to check out the, because you don't, you know, it's not, not a genre that gets a whole lot of, you know, stuff on it right now, especially from the big budget stuff, so it's good to say.
0: I, I mean, yeah, just because I didn't, like, you know, I wasn't in, you know, I didn't, I didn't love it, I didn't hate it like you said i'm very much like in more into the the supernatural like i'm super excited to see the prodigy for example um i love uh all ghost stories and things like that i do like slashers and stuff too i don't mind uh the gore especially like you know like reanimator for example or from beyond like i don't mind i don't mind um but um you know i don't um i guess i don't like it when it gets like me not mean mean spirited I guess like I mean I know which is weird to say because if it's like uh, because it's uh you know because it's a slasher movie and it's not like Jason is like you know doing anything like out of the kindness of his heart um for, you know per se but like you know I don't um like you said there's not that much of a plot in this no. um which is fine like I don't mind there not being that much of a plot but when there's not that much of a plot and like you know there's just like a, like a really high level of gore I'm just like I mean it's almost more like a trick in some respects but that being said I still like enjoy like overall like I like I watched it I don't regret it I was definitely entertained by it at certain times like um you know I'm not trying to like rain on anyone's parade with no. it or anything like that it just you know I was like okay I see why people really like this I thought I had a good I had an overall I had a good time with it I'm glad I watched it but at the end of the day it just wasn't for me
1: It 100% rests on um, the character, the actor who performs art, oh, it's so good. Um, without him, and uh, again, because we didn't plan this, I don't have the guy's name. Um, but he he is just um absolutely spectacular, and without that, I think the movie is below average at best. Absolutely, there's not a whole lot to it, but his performance for me elevates it significantly. So, yeah, if you're into slashers, if you're into gore, um, if you're into um, kind of, you know, the traditional slasher final girl type thing. Uh, it's a cool movie, cool to check. And there's a sequel that they're starting to work on, that, which is great.
0: The, he does such a good job portraying Art the Clown that, like, you know, if it was a bigger budgeted and maybe not quite as intense, like, I feel like he, like, like I feel like he's gonna be around for a while. Like Art is like, oh,
1: you think like, we can go icon status?
0: I mean, I, I, th- I feel like his performance is so good that you're like he like and the makeup and how he looks and just his overall aesthetic is like it's very recognizable and it's hard to try to make like a new horror villain like that you know that that's that has some staying power and i think visually and the way that that actor carries that character i feel like you know that's it's possible it's it could be there it all depends on like what the sequel might be like um i know they tried with um like laid to rest, if you remember, laid to rest. Never no. saw. Um, the villain was like Chrome Skull, and he had like a chrome oh, yeah, mask, and there yeah. were two of those, I did and see that. like super like 80s like throwback. Uh, but that kind of ended up fading out. I guess like the newest horror villain that we've had, um, who's like in a franchise is probably Jigsaw. That um, that's like that's like a big name. In you the know?
1: slasher, I go with... well
0: not slasher, but like I'm thinking more like over like horror like oh people. like the
1: latest one uh i would go with, like victor crawley from hatchet mm. i think hatchet's probably but again that's like that's not that's not in the zeitgeist that's in the horror community right? that's you true go, you know knows who victor crawley is. um but no probably within the the overall zeitgeist yeah jigsaw by the best one cool
0: good timing with that music good
1: that was good so now it.
0: that we've wrapped up uh the last monster mania like literally pretty much like the day after monster mania 42 ended 43 already started to get talked about already started announcing a lot of guests and i ended up doing the same thing pretty much every time i leave monster mania as soon as i'm sitting in my car in the parking lot i'm like. If I know the date, if I can find out the date of the next Monster Mania Con, I am booking the hotel room. Like because I do because one, I feel like as soon as I book it, that's like one step further to being back there. <laughs> and then <laughs> I also know that it's booked because I don't want to. Um, I, I would go there like if I didn't have the hotel room, but the whole experience is just way, way, way more heightened with being there. It makes everything thousand times more easier. Um take all of my advice when i say do whatever you can to be able to stay at that hotel book it as soon as you possibly can uh and luckily they already had the date announced so i booked the hotel while i was sitting in my car checking out on sunday and as it turned out um the hotel had already sold out i think it sold out in about a day yeah um, afterwards so if you are interested in going to see monster mania uh 43 um do yourself a favor head over to their facebook they do have a listing of some of the hotels that you can stay at locally um they did run a shuttle um, which I thought was super cool last yeah. time from the one of the parking lots, which they hadn't done that before, and parking was free over there, um, which is awesome. So good on them. Uh, Guest wise uh, for uh, forty three. Yeah, we're right
1: back on that hype train, man. Like it was like it was like, it, which is rare. Like it normally doesn't. They don't want to start announcing guests, especially these type of guests, these headliner type guests, this early. Normally that comes later in the cycle. But man, he mm-hmm. just. Like the week and a half after the con, he's just like pulls out the shotgun, and just like here you go, guys. Guestless. Yeah,
0: I, I was super happy to, to be able to see that it was coming out already. Um, that was kind of shocking to me, and it was just kind of just one after another after another after another, because it's only been like we were said earlier in the show, it's only been about two weeks since the convention. Yeah. Normally we don't have any guest announcements, let alone I think we're going to talk about seven or eight of them, um, which is. Like, a big deal.
1: And they're all, and for the most part, they're all, you know, pretty sizable names. You know, normally you'll get some of the niche people, like, really early on, which are like, oh, cool. They were, like, in this, like, you know, small movie that, like, again, is very much in the hard community. These are, like, you know, you say these names of people that they, they know them.
0: Yeah. And speaking of, like, you know, big names, we'll, we'll probably just start off with the biggest one, and that's got to be Robert Englund. Um, What?
1: I'm, Robert England, you think is the biggest one? Okay. Well, I'll, I'll give you my biggest one in a second. I mean,
0: like, I'm saying, like, not for, like, well, I'm telling you right now, like, the person, the guest that I'm most excited to go for is no, probably no. not Whoop. the most, not the, not the biggest. But if we're talking biggest name, it's, like pr- yeah, oh, I feel like, you, okay, you you fine, I, I have one. no problem. But I'll I get want my you to understand, one. I want you to understand where I'm coming from when I say like, the, like the biggest one. This is the one I feel like people see this person, they know who he is. Um, he is the most recognizable. Um, and probably one of the most ones that if I was like, Hey, I'm going to a horror convention, they'd be like, Oh, is like, there's Freddy Krueger there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Robert England was, um, I think one of the, I think he was the first guest announced, uh, for um the upcoming convention um we both have him have his autograph on a couple things uh i I've, I've got it so i've crossed that name off my list um but i really do love when Freddie is at the convention um when we first started going to the convention he was there like all the time um he was there back when they used to do an introduction before each movie uh which is awesome um in the screening room they used to bring down if they had one of the stars for the movie they would bring them down and they would do a little bit of an intro before the movie actually started and tell you like a little anecdote or story or something like that i don't really do that that much anymore um ever <laughs> uh but it was cool and lines um, are too long now man exactly when you're making that much money per signature and photo like i don't, I don't really blame them um but freddie that being said freddie still did it and he came down and talked uh, for about i'd say like 10 you know, 15 yeah. minutes before the movie started uh and it was super cool um having freddie there i feel like that just like you know that just makes it more I know. makes it more fun and usually the guests inspire the films I'm always down to watch a nightmare on Elm Street
1: <laughs> look I will take nothing away from Mr. England spectacular person spectacular at cons uh, witty charming uh, articulate and uh, just lovely to be around makes you, even if you just wait in line forever you get a chance to talk to him he is a spectacular fan so not taking away from Mr. England however you're objectively wrong uh, because mm. the, the biggest guest is con is Clive Barker
0: that's fair
1: it, it's Clive Barker I mean, right off the top of my head, I go Hellraiser and, and Candyman. Yeah. Like two of just, I mean two seminal movies, um, in kind of my horror upbringing. Um yeah, like Clive Parker. I and mean, he's never been. This is the first,
0: right? I think you I think you're I think you're right. I can't necessarily uh, guarantee it. You and I've been around for a lot of them, but not necessarily all. I think we've missed like two. Um, maybe three. Uh, but, um, I mean, this, this one, like, I'm super excited for, I'm definitely gonna have him sign something, Mm. the problem, though, is what, uh, and it really, really hurts, uh, because I wanted, um... Uh, to get Tony Todd's autograph on like a Japanese poster of Candyman, um, but unfortunately had a filming conflict and had to cancel. So I don't have that. And had I had been able to get that signature, I would definitely have um, Clyde Barker sign like a Candyman thing because I because I really do like Hellraiser. I like Candyman more.
1: Um, Agreed. I, I, um, ooh, mm, I don't know if I agree. Maybe
0: you have it's to well, listen. Like here's like like I love like even though like, um, pinhead is awesome like i just love the whole um kind of like uh what is it like the whole bloody mary way in which he's conjured oh, yeah. there's more of like a supernatural element for it and if you haven't watched the horror noir documentary on shutter I'm like this is a podcast all right pause <laughs> Pick <laughs> us up later and go watch it because it's about 80 minutes long and they talk all about like you know the the history of African Americans in horror films and you know films produced by, written by, um, directed by um, you know um, African Americans and it is so good and there's a whole part about Candyman uh, and it, it's it's awesome and I would, I would love to be able to have his signature on that. Uh, so I'm hoping that Tony Todd gets announced for the convention, and maybe he'll come back, in which case I'll have to get Tony Todd's signature, run on over to Clive Barker, have him sign that. But if not, I do have um, my uh, Japanese Hellraiser poster over here with Doug Bradley's signature, um, which I would definitely have him sign.
1: Well, Tony Todd comes, um, Tony Todd comes at a com fairly regularly. If he's not the next yeah. one, he'll probably be at the one after.
0: Yeah, you're if, not wrong.
1: It's not a it's not a particularly hard signature to get where it comes to Monster Mania. I would, I mean, look, dude, like, Clive again, if he has come I can't remember. It's been years. Um or unless I'm just unless I'm just forgetting. It is possible. Um, someone's gonna comment and be like, You're wrong. That's fine. Two years ago. Please do. Tell me I'm wrong. I don't really am. Um but yeah, so yeah, Clive Barker I think is is a spectacular I also I also like creators that come. That's generally, you know, where I where I get I love meeting actors. Actors are lovely, they're wonderful, but when I get a chance to meet like, you know, clive Barker's, the directors john carpenters the you know tom savini's of the world yeah. those are the guys why you know i get jazzed about
0: yeah no definitely definitely i'm super happy to be able to see him there i have no idea i hope they do the same that Monster made does the same thing where they post a list of how much each person wants uh because i'm telling you right now this gets like, like we've been coming to this for a while and luckily i have some of the names that we're going to be talking about like in terms of signatures but like if this is one of the first monster manias that you're coming to first of all like awesome like yeah like you're gonna have a great great. time this thing is gonna be awesome but you better (laughs) <laughs> this is gonna be expensive. Bring your wallet. Bring your bring your wallet. You know, and lower your inhibitions because you're gonna have to spend a good deal of money here.
1: So, what else do we got? Who else is uh? Well, we talked about. I mean, we should probably just get out of the way real quick. We talked about Clive Barker. We talked about Pinhead. Doug Bradley is gonna be there. Mm-hmm. Um, that's great. He's spectacular. I've I met him. He's he's lovely. Very very sweet um uh, it's funny he even all these years later like yeah no it's pinhead like mm-hmm. <laughs> there's no yep. mistaking uh the man is pinned it so he'll be there that's pretty cool
0: he signed my poster and i'm sure the i, I have no idea what his price is like now but i think it was two cons ago he signed it and it was 25 dollars.
1: it was reasonable yeah I, I remember it not being particularly expensive um and again just nice man uh, wonderful to talk to in the in the in the line and stuff, it was great. He was a good dude.
0: Mm-hmm. Definitely.
1: Um, what else do we got here?
0: Uh, we have uh, Nick Frost. <laughs> <laughs> That's again like another one
1: of those like Nick Frost. This makes That's sense. Awesome.
0: Yeah, this makes sense for like I, people love Shaun of the Dead, uh, you know, and Hot Fuzz, uh, and the End of the World. They love that trilogy. Um, to me, which is funny, um, I actually kind of like Hot Fuzz a little more than Shaun of the Dead. Um, I'm not huge on those movies, but the reaction for Nick Frost on Facebook was like through the roof. People are ecstatic.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, you know, it's Nick Frost, um... And again, I'm I'm again, uh, definitely his first, right?
0: Yeah, I believe so. Definitely
1: his first. So that's always first time guests are always super popular. Um, and yeah, Shaun of the Dead is is seminal. I mean, I can't I, I can't say Shaun of the Dead without having Don't Stop Me Now play in my head.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> it's just it, it's going right now. Great. song. So, yeah, that, that's super cool. Love that. Uh, what else do we got
0: Devin Sawa I have been waiting for years for years for years I've been waiting for it
1: now now hold on though so that's a that's a very ecstatic reaction why why Devin why are you so pumped out for Devin Glenn
0: well I mean see this goes back to I feel like this goes back to the con that we missed uh when Matthew Lillard came Mm. uh, because I couldn't get Matthew Lillard to sign SLC Punk and I was like, ah, oh, this is gonna be, this is gonna be great. Um, and that's and, one of your like seminal growing up movies. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, and Matthew Lillard has come back, I think, since maybe once, and I still, I still miss him. Um, but had I get, gotten his autograph, I probably would definitely have Devin Sawa sign that. But there's so many different things that Devin Sawa's been in um, that it's hard to try to figure out what you want him to sign. Uh, but that being said, it's got to be Final Destination because Final I have Tony Todd's um signature on that. So I mean that's I, I love Final Destination. I feel like it final destination part one through three, all of them are solid. Every single one of them. um The fourth one dr- the fourth one is trash. Sorry. There's no way there's no one out there who who their favorite final destination is the final destination. There's just not. And then but five brings it back around and it is awesome again. Uh, So like overall, I feel like it's one of the better like whole like franchises and uh, It's really the only one that you could make the argument to be like this is how it is This is real. (laughs) Like You can't tell me it's like like maybe maybe wait
1: What do you mean the fourth one's
0: any good? No that like you know like for example like Freddy Krueger not real Sorry spoilers (laughs) Wait Jason not real like the concept that like everybody kind of has their time and like, you know There's nothing you can really do to avoid it quite possibly
1: i think with the first one you could maybe make it. i think by the time we get to the third one where like the roller coaster goes <laughs> off the tracks and just the the mass amount although i'll tell you what uh final station two um oh, cars yeah. i've i've never i always to this day it's been 15 years since you know, movie. Yeah. um i will still drive like seven or eight car lengths behind any log truck if I ever see a truck that has like a log on it or like a foam pole or like something like anything round and cylindrical that could fall off and come through my windshield and crush me, I am way far back. That, game, that movie has scarred my soul.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's good, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. it's great. Super happy to see him on there. And for those like, you know, not necessarily fans of the spookier things, you have Casper. He <laughs> is Casper. <laughs> Wait, he's Casper? He's the voice of Casper. Really? Yeah. I never knew that. Uh-huh. He's also Stan in Eminem's Stan music video. Why do
1: you Why do you know that?
0: I follow him on Twitter, and he's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> Just like you should follow us on Twitter at It Came From CH. It Came From Cherry Hill.
1: <laughs> nice plug.
0: Yeah, hey, you have to. You have to. I'm a professional. Uh, I
1: think we have to talk about... Um... Well, I, actually, let's get this one out of the way real quick. We have the, um because I don't know if I have a whole lot to say about it. At least me, you can tell me if you do. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of people there from Haunting at Hill House, um, uh, yeah. mm-hmm. which
0: is, uh, who do we got here? Go ahead, read uh, off. You can just read their names off real got, quick.
1: We got Kate Siegel. We got uh, Henry Thomas, who was Elliot Nete. Uh huh. Yes, that's he, super
0: he's cool. been He was here, I think, two cons ago. So I'm pretty sure he's been around.
1: Uh, and Annabeth Gish. It looks like, and is there another one? Uh, No, I think that's it. Um, So yeah, if you're into that show, I haven't watched it yet. So,
0: I it's great i am probably i think i'm four episodes in good um yeah i like it um everyone everyone i work with is who isn't really super big on horror they're like yo you need to finish this and because it's a i mean it's a ghost story so it's completely up my completely up my alley uh so i definitely need to finish that i just finished watching the critters show uh over on um yeah on shutter uh which was which was okay it's a little it's a little it's cheesy it's It's the critters yeah it's crazy critters yeah but uh but i mean it's actually really not that gory at all like the critters don't like bleed or anything like that it's all they have like green slime for blood there's not really not any language in it like it's surprisingly like appropriate for most people um but uh whatever it was it was it was cool to watch uh but yeah haunting of hell house i definitely need to finish it uh and check it out um a lot of people are going to be excited about that i think
1: Oh yeah, uh, and I guess I think the last one, uh, not last but not least, is a uh, Mister uh, David Lopan Pan himself, uh, David Hong, uh, which oh my god, yeah, I'm excited for that one. That may be one I have to get. Uh, I love love Big Trouble in Little China, um, adore it. I watched that movie. I remember I think the first time I saw it was with like I was probably like eleven or twelve. It was with my dad. We were watching it like. You know, late. So it's late for a twelve-year-old, like 10, 30, 11 Sure. Um, so I'm on one of like the TBS stations. Uh, oh, man, I love that. I adore that movie.
0: Yeah, it's it's a super it's a super fun movie. Um, I guess I could probably probably try to put together like a reunion of sorts. I wouldn't be like John Carpenter has been at the horror con before, uh, and then um what's the problem? Name? Is
1: you need Kurt Russell? I was
0: gonna say, yeah, I'm like you, you need Kurt need it, you need it. the Pork Chop Express.
1: Old Jack Burton.
0: Ah, uh, that would be that would be pretty fun. I don't know if that's gonna happen though. <laughs> but I don't think so. Yeah, you can we can cross our fingers. Uh, and then really the only other guest that's been announced is um, Ryan Hurst, uh, who is from The Walking Dead, Bates Motel, and Sons of Anarchy. Those are like the the biggest uh, the biggest ones. I really did love Bates Motel, and he's really good uh, on it. I haven't seen Sons of Anarchy. Though.
1: I watched a couple seasons of Sons of Anarchy. Um, he's really good. That's actually as soon as I saw his picture, I'm like, oh, that's where I know that guy from. Um, yeah, it's a it's a good show. I didn't I didn't get all the way through it. I I generally my my rule and most people who know me mock me is that I, it's pretty hard for me to get through more than three seasons of a show. I generally I find that most shows lose their luster after three seasons, um, and or I just get bored. So, but I think I watched like three seasons of Sons of Anarchy, and he's good. So yeah, if you like that, if you're into that stuff, who's he playing on Walking Dead?
0: Oh man, you're gonna hit me with it. I think he's. I think he's you don't, on, I don't watch the show. I have his. I have his IMDb over here. Uh, he is from his beta, so he is in the newest season of The Walking oh, got Dead. It. Uh, I gave up on The Walking Dead probably about a season and a half ago. Uh, so I've been around for like a long time. Uh, but once like. I guess like once they started just making good people bad just for the sake of it without really any like logical reasoning behind why they're bad um like i was just like i just don't i just don't buy it i don't buy rick like just turning evil like kind of all of a sudden and i guess there's people out there who will say like because they kill carl and carl dies in a really stupid way like a zombie comes out of nowhere and just bites him uh and there's no like no carl's way too (coughs) carl's way too tough for that like it just just doesn't seem like realistic Uh, i mean it's a zombie movie but you, you know what I'm saying like I didn't buy it and then felt like in line with the characters and once they start trying to like they had Maggie being like evil and I'm like Maggie's not like like Maggie's not evil so like I just didn't I'm like I'm like I just can't I just can't anymore and Negan wasn't on like the show as much I hear he's back now and I love like the character of Negan is so good so I was like you know what I keep wishing this was just more like the comics I'm just gonna start reading the comics again <laughs> like because uh, there's so much stuff to watch on TV now that's good that I'm like you know what if it's bad I'm not gonna waste my time This is exactly what you're doing if you're watching something. Just like, oh, I need to watch this. It's bad. Stop. Amen. (laughs) Amen. There's no reason, man. Uh, But we have a couple more months until Monster Mania.
1: Yeah. So as far as what we're gonna be doing, uh, the plan is to keep doing this all the way right up to August, right?
0: Absolutely, my man. We're gonna try to do. I think our goal here is to pretty much be like a monthly, like, yeah. like show. I'm sure, like, who knows? Like, maybe one month we'll throw two in there if we're like really excited about something. But for the most part, um, like both being like pretty busy, like home life, um, like we're going to try to to do uh, one every single month and then hit you with like a good amount of content each time Uh, especially as like more and more things keep getting announced it's easy to be able to talk to you for almost an hour uh, at this point Uh, so you'll definitely have a good amount of stuff to enjoy we want these episodes to have a bunch of like monster mania like madness and love in them for you um and for those episodes where maybe like you know it's a little bit quieter in terms of announcements and stuff like that we're going to be reaching out to uh different um you know like like guests and vendors at monster mania specifically like i feel like i'm going to reach out to like a lot of like vendors and anybody who happens to hear this if you've been at monster mania and you um you've listened to the show by all means get in contact with us at it came from ch on twitter and let us know like you know your schedule um a lot of really cool uh vendors bring a lot of really cool stuff but even more vendors make a lot of cool stuff there uh in our first episode we talked about some of the one-of-a-kind things that people put together whether it be like posters pillow jewelry i bought my wife um like um like a serum like for like 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 your face, like there's like people make all types of soaps. I like bought
1: my wife a serum at the horror con. Ser- Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm it's telling like you, like reanimation ex- serum. Ex- exactly. <laughs> they have all types
0: of like all types of like artists, artists and artisans there. Uh, and like I feel like your work like deserves and like to be like talked about and shared. Um, so like, if we can help, uh, ca- kind of like bring more traffic over to you at Monster Mania to check your stuff out. Like I, I want to be able to to do it uh, because the Monster Mania kind of community is so like tight knit and like caring, like I want, I want to do my part.
1: Uh, father Evil, evil. If you're listening, come talk to us. Yes.
0: Uh, and definitely I really want to know all about father evil. Um, I feel like <laughs> we were there when he kind of just appeared at monster mania and I want to know kind of like, you know, what makes father evil tick. So I'm going to be reaching out to uh, him as well.
1: So, uh, to close this out, I think right at the end of the con is a good time to ask this question and you guys can track it and we'll see if either of us get lucky. But if you could choose one guest, for the next con your your dream guest for august who would it be we're
0: gonna put that on each other as well yeah
1: oh i got mine i don't ask a question without already having my answer uh, my i head. mean
0: that's fair all right so i'm gonna have I'm to gonna put you on the spot that's fine i'm gonna have to think about that and the next um episode uh maybe we'll maybe we'll lead off with that sounds um, good because that'll be good i've been fortunate enough to see a lot of really cool guests at monster mania and i feel like most of my wishes come true uh, so we'll have to see I'll have to think about that. Oh, so
1: we'll put that on the next episode. We'll lead off with that. Who's your Who's your dream guest and why?
0: Awesome. Um, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of It Came From Cherry Hill. If you want to continue the conversation, by all means, Twitter at It Came From CH. And we will see you right here next month.